So Virginia's uh, Ty Jerome, who is the uh, pride of New Rochelle, he's going to have to tell me what school. Ty, welcome. How are you? Mike Francesa. I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. My pleasure. What, first, give me the, the school, where you're from. Uh, you're New Rochelle, kid, but what's the name of the high school you went to? Iona Prep. Iona Prep, okay. And uh, were you, are you a longtime New Rochelle resident? I actually grew up in the city, and then I moved out to Westchester in fifth grade and moved to New Rochelle um, my freshman year of high school. And does your family still live in the metropolitan area? My mom lives in New Rochelle. My dad lives in Harlem. Okay, terrific. And uh, why'd you pick Virginia? Great coaching staff. Um, I know someone disagreed, but um, I love the coaching staff from day one. All right, so listen. Uh, first of all, what's it been like the last couple of days? It's been unreal, you know, um, to you know go go out on this note, especially after last year, um, and to you know do it with this group group of guys around me and do it for these coaches. It, it's been unreal. All right, take me through this. Last year, the great upset. How hard? When did it wear off, or did it wear off? How hard was it to to suffer that to be the team that finally lost that one sixteen game? Yeah, that was so hard for so many different reasons. You know, we had some two. You know, we had three seniors on our team, and the fact that we sent those seniors out on that note, who have done so much for this program, um, was really hard for us to send them out like that. Really hard for them to go out like that, and then you know, just for us returners, just um, to have that um, on our minds. You know, the whole the whole summer. It actually, it was it was beneficial in that way. Um, it, it took us to a place we'd never been. Um, you know, how hard we worked. Um, how close we, we grew together as a team. So that helped us. But, yeah, that, that was in the back of our minds the whole season, just motivating us um, throughout every practice. Um, we heard it every every road game we went to. So Everywhere um, you yeah, went, was, you, you went to Duke, you heard about losing to them. The, everywhere you heard about losing to them, right, how ro- tough it is on the road and there and everything. Tell me this. How, how did, did Duke help? Did Duke getting all that attention did it allow you guys to just kind of go about your business this year during the regular season? Um, no, not really. You know, we, we don't, no, no matter if we get attention or don't get attention, it, it, we kind of just try to stay level-headed and uh, just focus on, you know, what matters. That's, you know, playing together, playing the game, or playing the, game the right way. All right, so you, the tournament starts. You guys looked really tight the first half. Of the, was it that Gardner-Webb just played well, or were you guys tight the first half of the Gardner-Webb game? A little bit of both. You know, they came out, they played well, they made some tough shots. Uh, we were a little tight. We didn't play to, to the best of our abilities, especially defensively. And uh, we finally calmed down and started playing together and started playing, you know, how we usually play. All right. Uh, was anything mentioned at halftime about the the past year or was it not even brought up? No, we didn't bring it up. Um, our okay. coaches didn't bring it up. But, you know, some of our guys, were we were thinking about it. Okay, so you go on to the, the win there. Now next comes Oklahoma, which was a pretty matter-of-fact win. You, bro, you, you, you knocked them out. You, you, you blew them out in the second half. Uh, you know, that, so you, that game's over. Oregon was a tough opponent, and you guys were down in the second half of the Oregon game. So you guys had to make some shots at the end of the Oregon game. I remember they were up like 45, 42, something like that. So you had to, even in that game got challenged. Yeah, well, Oregon was a really good team. Yeah. Um, now, people don't understand, but when you get hot in March, uh, you know, it doesn't matter what your record was in January or February. So, Oregon, they won the Pac-12 tournament. They won, like, 15 games straight coming into our game. So, they were a really good team, and uh, we, we knew it was going to be a battle. It didn't matter what seed they were. 
All right, now, here comes now, you get past that, and now you're at the regional final game against Purdue. Classic game. The kid hangs up a 42 on you, who puts, you know, puts on an incredible display. Uh, they make the foul shot. If it, it climbs on the line, they go up four. He misses it. From there, you, got the, you get fouled. Uh, Clark has to make the pass. You get that game to overtime, and you survive that game. What are you guys thinking as you survived that one? How did the Purdue game, what did it do for you guys? Well, first of all, there was so many mixed emotions because we were going to the Final Four. Um, so we were just, we were celebrating that. And then after, you know, everyone calmed down, we just, we started looking at how we won that game. And it was just a crazy ending. And it was just, you know, we probably watched that, that clip of, you know, Clark's pass to, to Mamadi and Molly making that shot. We watched that clip a lot of times um, over Amazing, a great pass, and you know that kid uh, is it Diakiti? Is that how you would say it, Diakiti? Is that how 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 do you pronounce his name? Uh, Diakite. Okay, Diakite. Is is that a shot that is he he knocked down about a thirteen footer there, and he didn't have a lot of time to shoot it? Is that a shot he makes, or is that a little even outside his range normally? No, he's actually he's actually uh, skilled. He's a skilled big man, so, so he, he can he shoot shoots, it. Uh, he can shoot yeah, it. Yeah, okay, he can. Yeah, he okay. Can. So so he makes that shot. You guys take on you know take get past Purdue. Now it's Auburn. You guys are in pretty good shape. You're winning the Auburn game. Auburn comes back, and now the end of that game, which is. When you think about it, just unbelievable what goes on at the end of that game. The emotions, uh, the, the, the play with you, which got so much attention, not until after the game was over, because Steratore, I none of us noticed it in regulation. The announcers didn't, we didn't, with the ball that hit off your foot. Uh, that whole thing, and then guy hitting the ball and hitting a shot in the corner, and then you guys running the play with 1.9 for him in the, in the other corner, a play you guys have run a lot, right? Yeah, we've been running that play since I've been here. Amazing. I mean, how about him knocking down the three and then knocking down the three free throws? Unbelievable, man, unbelievable. He's been shooting like that the whole year. Um, you know, he hasn't been easily defendable this whole year. Um, he's been hard to guard, and um, he can really shoot that. So when he got to the, the line for three free throws, um, you know, I was really confident in him. Anybody say anything to him? When they iced him for the third one, anybody say anything to him? No, nah, we left him alone. Yeah, he, we left him alone. He went, uh, and, you know, he just did his own thing before his free throw. How, who fa- who re- refresh my – we're talking with Ty Jerome, who's from New Rochelle. Who threw the ball the guy for the three-pointer? Was it you? Yes. Okay. So tell me, can you take me through that play there, what you remember in those final seconds when you're down five. Um, we, it was a set play. We, we ran, you know, we tried to advance the ball as quick as possible and get into that play. Um, you know, it's, he comes off the back screen and the, a screen to the corner. So I just, um, as soon as he came off the screen to the corner, I saw it was a little open. I threw it to him. Um, he made it and then we had to foul immediately. Then when the kid missed one, um, we just, they started fouling on purpose. So we just kept trying to advance the ball, um, as close as possible to half court. And then once we got on the side, we ran that side out of bounds foot. Did you know in your head, did, did it ever occur to you that the ball had hit your heel? Did you think you, oh, my God, I double dribble, or it never passed your mind? It didn't pass my mind because they were fouling on purpose. Right. And before, before I lost the ball, the kid grabbed my jersey. He definitely did. He definitely fouled you, which people didn't bring up. He definitely did grab your jersey. There's no question. Right. And, and then, and the ref- but did, you, did, it, did it come into your head, oh, my God, I double dribbled, or not really? 
No, it, it didn't come to my head. Okay, so you had made that we talk. Ty makes the pass, and and he amazingly guy knocks down the three, and then in the other corner he gets fouled, and the three shots. There's nine tenths of a second left. You win that game. Uh, after that game, how how crazy were the emotions different than the Purdue game? They liked the Purdue game. What were the emotions? If what what was different or alike about what was going on with you guys after that win? Different in the way that we had to get ready to play another game in two days. So it was more of, uh, you know, we got to learn from this, learn from uh, the run they had in that in that late second half, um, figure out how we can, you know, grow from this game in, in, one day of, in one day of preparation to play either Texas Tech or Michigan State at the time. We didn't know. So it was more, you know, we, we weren't celebrating advancing to the Final Four like that Purdue win. This game was, you know, a quicker turnaround, and we had to, we knew we had to get ready to play. So um, it was a sense of relief, um, you know, really happy to go to the national championship. But it was also, you know, a, a sense of immediate, you know, trying to re- immediately trying to refocus. You know, when you got when, as you guys both prepared for each other, everyone was thinking, oh, the game could be in the forties. These are great defensive teams. Both offenses really. Uh, I thought your offense probably played better in the first 30 minutes of the Texas Tech game than it did probably a lot of the tournament. You guys executed really well in the first 30 minutes of that game. Yeah, well, I mean, that's some, um, you know, uh, our offensive numbers, offensive efficiency, I think we're in the top five in the country. We have been all year. So, you know, I'm sure a lot of people don't do their proper research of college basketball before they speak, but, um, you know. No, that's for me, but, you know, the bottom line is it's about, it's not about that because that's about beating bad teams. It's about making big shots, and, you know, you guys did have some lulls, though. At You had a five-minute span there where you didn't score in two different games, the Auburn game and that game, where you guys couldn't buy a point for five minutes in each one, and that's what is, that's where you look for guys to knock down shots, and that's why you know you, you you know you guys lost two big leads at the end of those games and then came back, which was remarkable. So I don't worry about who, what you do against you know some team that you beat by forty. I, those numbers are all skewed. I want to see it in the big games. And you guys miraculously made some shots. Not every shot, but the lead that you blew against Auburn versus the lead against Texas Tech. Which one was more surprising to you that it dissipated so quickly? I mean, real quick, we also play in the ACC, so we don't beat all those teams by 40. I understand. The, I understand. Plus, that, yeah, right, all right. Thanks, thanks, thanks. But the Auburn, the the two games, um, the Auburn one was super quick. and um, I picked Really up my fast. Foul. Really fast. I picked up my, yeah. yeah, I picked up my fourth foul with four minutes and 30 seconds. I had to go to the bench. Yep. And that's when they made the majority of their run. So I was, you know, watching that from the bench, really frustrated um, with the Texas Tech run. They just, both runs were super quick and, you know, both teams are really good, and you know, basketball is a game of runs. So, you know, it's just about staying calm through the runs. Yeah, and you did because you missed a long three, lost your cool a little bit, and got that foul when you tried to swipe at the ball, and he sat you down. Right? Did you sat? Did you sit that whole run, or did you come back in the middle of it? I sat for I think the first, definitely nine points, maybe maybe eleven. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, so. we're talking with Ty Jerome, and obviously now the end of this game. They get up three. Okay, now you're coming down the floor. You're on the le- You're coming down. You're on the left side of the lane. You got a clear path to the basket. Are you thinking about laying it in and figuring they're not going to leave Hunter? 
are you eyeing Hunter? Are you trying to get it to Hunter? Or are you going to lay it in because you still have about 10, 12 seconds left? Yeah, we had about 12 seconds. So my first thought was lay it in quickly as possible so we can foul and extend the game. But then I saw, you know, I saw Hunter's man leave him. Right. So as, soon as, I saw, as soon as I saw that, I just threw it to him. It's a great play. Hey, listen, it's a great play. I'm shocked he left him, to be honest with you. I'm sure you were, too. Even a coach yeah, said afterwards he was very surprised that his man left him. It was a mistake. I was stunned to see him leave him the way he did. I mean, really, really well done. And then, so you were thinking, I'm going to lay it in until the man leaves him, right? You're not going to force the ball to him, right? Right. I'm thinking, you know, we have 12 seconds. We can get a quick two, foul again. Hopefully he misses one or two. Um, but then, you know, he left him. And then Hunter, of course, who had a great second half, uh, drops down the three. They still got time. They didn't get a great shot in that last, you know, uh, they, they didn't get a great shot. They took a, they really didn't run it. You guys played good defense. They took a quick shot. Amazingly, that was the weirdest end of the game I ever saw because I've never seen a play where one kid's calling timeout and the other guy throws on the ball and it goes out of bounds. I don't think I've, <laughs> I don't think I've seen that in 40 years of watching basketball. <laughs> Yeah, no. I mean, first of all, credit to them. You know, it's when the clock's winding down, every kid wants to try to take a big shot. And you know, Texas Tech has a bunch of a bunch of great players. They um, do. It was a great game. You know, and yeah, and, and that kid just he missed a shot. It was you know, might have been might, might not have been the best shot, but um, and then you know, DeAndre got the rebound. Kyle's calling timeout. He threw it to him. Um, didn't know what to do, and and luckily we were able to force overtime. How about? Was there any now the Mooney, Mooney gets them up three, hits that three, and then you guys come back, you wind up with the lead, and they make the reversal on the Moretti play out of bounds, which a lot of people have been screaming about. I think they gotta call that. I mean, listen, the ball's off Moretti. I mean, I a lot of we've had a lot of arguments about that. People saying it's not the spirit. I'm saying, listen, that's what you're gonna go to the if you're gonna go there, you gotta make the right call. It was off his hand. I don't think there's any question. You know, some of the other ones I can see that it that it's hard to tell which way it went, or maybe it didn't over you know, be enough evidence to overrule the call on the floor. That one, it looked like he had pretty much his at least two fingers and his pinky on the ball. So I'm sure you've looked at it since, right? Yeah, I don't understand how people can argue that one. I don't. I agree. I agree. And then you guys went to the foul line, and it's funny in the in the Auburn game before guys free throws. You guys had a tough time on the foul line in the in the Texas Tech game. You made all your free throws. Yeah, I mean that's some you know coaches. He always preaches how important free throws are throughout the whole year. So I'm sure they weren't thrilled after the Auburn game and until Kyle hit those you know, big free throws, but, you know, we just, the next day we shot a bunch of free throws again and, you know, we just kept working on it, kept working on it. You had three um, unbelievable finishes that will be remembered forever. I mean, let's be honest. You're down Purdue where if Klein makes it, it's probably over. They decide the value, which I'm not a big believer in, but they did. You Clark made the pass. We know Adia Kati makes the, the jumper. You win that in overtime. Both times in overtime, you you win going away. You had the amazing comeback, six points in six seconds to beat Auburn. Which one of them was the one that you said, oh, my God? It was the Auburn. I guess if you look at them, the Auburn one was probably the hardest. I mean, because you had to make two plays, and you had to make six points in five, in, in really six seconds. Is it the Auburn one that stands out for you the most of the three, or can you can you give me them one, two, three? Because having three games like that with you being right in the middle of all of it, I mean, 
because uh, Tidrum's numbers were terrific. He filled up the box in every category, had really terrific games, you know, six points, eight rebounds, 16 points, six rebounds, you know, eight assists, you know, 21 points, six rebounds, nine assists. I mean, great games. Um, which one? I mean, I would guess the Auburn, right? I mean, was the was, or the Purdue? It could have been a Purdue. With it was probably the. Which one stands out to you as the one where you're like, how did we win this game? Yeah, probably, probably Purdue. Because, like you said, if that kid, if the kid makes is the, a, goes a great up four, shooter, goes up yeah, four. He's, yeah, he's such a great shooter too. So you know, we're not expecting him to miss, and he does miss it, and we get the rebound, and then he then they foul with five seconds left, um, which then you have to think about that ball that miss has to bounce perfectly. Mamadi has to make a, a great tip. Kia has to chase down the ball, then throw it back to Mamadi, who has to make the shot with, you know, a, a quick catch and release. So all those things that had to happen in that five seconds um, to, to get that win were pretty crazy. I mean, um, that guy Auburn, making those two, I mean, it, are you surprised that all that guy buried the three and then buried the three? I mean, that's one of the great performances in Final Four history to do that in six seconds. Not su- surprised isn't the word because I've seen him do it all year. You know, he does it in practice. He makes those kind of shots. So not surprised, but um, a little bit amazed, a little bit amazed. And how about putting those back? Ba- what were you thinking? Getting ready for Texas Tech, what was your thought about them? They're really good. I thought, I thought, I thought they were really, really good. Um, I thought their defense was impressive on film. Um, they're really physical. Um, I didn't, I didn't not know how well they shot the ball as a team, um, until they started shooting it against us, but, um, a bunch of good players offensively and defensively. I thought it was going to be a battle and it was. Did you expect Purdue and, and, and uh, listen, you knew that Edwards had put 42 on Villanova. He had incredible range. Did you guys expect to see a player? Go- I thought that was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen in the NCAA tournament, his performance in that game. He willed them back into the game. I mean, have you ever have a guy play better against you than, than he did in that game? No, no, not even close. It was the best performance I've ever seen and definitely best performance I've ever played against. You know, it was- I agree. I thought it was one of the best yeah. ones I've seen in 40 years of the NCAA tournament. I thought it was one of the greatest performances I've ever seen. It really was. And it was a great game, and what a remarkable... Did you? What was your think, thoughts going in? Did you think they were going to be as tough as they were? Yeah, we knew how... Especially we knew how good their offense was, but, we, you know, we thought they were a really complete team, and to see... The, I mean, we didn't know he would have 42, so that, that even made it more tough, but... We knew that they were. They had a. The kid Klein had twenty seven the game before too. Yep. So we knew they had. We knew they had those two. Um, they have one hundred and forty plays in their offense, so it's tough to prepare for in one day. Um, and, and they're physical defensively too, so they're they're a really good team. And how about preparing for Auburn? Well, they, to get to us, they had to beat UNC and Kentucky. Yep, um, and, and Kansas, and they so, beat and they beat Kentucky without Okiki, who is one of their best players. Right, so you know that just shows how good they are, um, and they run, they run, they run, they run. They're super fast. Um, you know, we played UNC during a regular season, and we were um, they, their their transition offense is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's great secondary watch, break. Right. Yeah, and watching what Auburn did to them, we knew we knew we would have to you know really get back on defense. We're talking with Ty Jerome, uh, one of the heroes for Virginia. Uh, going through this, now that you've had a chance to digest it for a couple of days, 
Um, have you seen, have you watched all the games, Ty? Have you watched the end of all the games? Have you seen them? Have you guys sat and put together yet as a group what you guys actually accomplished? Um, we haven't talked about it, but we've, uh, you know, we came back to a bunch of fans here outside our arena. Um, you know, we, we had some fun as a team. We, we, we hung out as a team the, the past two days just to celebrate together. And, you know, we're just so thankful um, to, to do this with each other. What does it mean to have gone through the heartbreak last year to only to come through probably one of the most miraculous, you know, heart, you know, you know, rendering wild runs, maybe an ever. I mean, a lot of people saying that no team's ever gone through three games like that in a row to win a championship in the history of the tournament. For, to go through what you went through last year with the heartbreak and to go through this this year, I mean, it's an amazing story. It really is. What, what, what's the gamut of emotions for your team? Just, just so happy that, you know, all the work we put in, that it was able to pay off. Um, and so happy that, like you said, we did it together. Um, we had different guys step up in different games. Um, and there, there's no better feeling than, than that. Well, listen, thanks. Uh, have you been back to Metropolitan Area yet or no? No, I haven't. I'm back in okay. school now. Well, listen, uh, c- thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. And uh, congratulations. It was it was really thrilling to watch. It really was. It was a lot of fun. So congratulations. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Good to have you on. Thank uh, you. Ty Jerome.